Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Mysterium After Dark. This is what we call one of our beginner episodes, and this is meant to be shared to people that you love that don't know much about some of the practices that may be close to your heart, be it tarot, intuition, energy healing, or even magic itself. My name is Rob Rubin, and I'm the founder of Mysterium Philippines. I've also been hailed as the leading tarot authority here in the Philippines because of the numbers of students that I've exposed and awakened through the practice of the tarot. I've spent the last 25 years guiding, teaching, helping people with the tarot, and probably a good 15 of those have spent pretty much formally educating individuals. Through my organization, Mysterium Philippines, we've reached hundreds, if not maybe even thousands of people across the country and even around the world and help them learn in a celebrated yet safe space to develop and of course grow their intuitive gifts. So tonight's episode is all about what is the tarot. Now, a lot of you may have heard of the legendary tarot cards. Yes, I intentionally mispronounced it because a lot of people tend to pronounce the tarot as tarot cards. But the tarot is actually a deck of 78 cards. However, instead of trying to give you a historical lesson, what it's about and boring the hell out of you, I'm actually going to just, in for lack of a better word, dispel any rumors, any bad publicity that you may have heard about the tarot and actually let you understand what it really is. You see, the tarot ultimately is a tool of self-discovery and guidance. It's a deck of 78 cards, which is beautifully illustrated by countless authors, writers, scholars around the world. More decks exist than I probably have hairs on my head, I will in the bet. But that being said, the main purpose of the tarot, according to turn-of-the-century author Paul Foster Case, is to provoke thought. However, with this rather obscure definition, the tarot has been used for tools like divination, in other words, seeing the future, personality development by Carl Jung, yes, he does have his own tarot deck, personal discovery, healing, and of course, the legendary fortune telling. However, the purpose of the deck is not necessarily meant to be bound by that. If you ask me, the tarot in itself is boundless. The tarot, if practiced the proper way, can give people a very, very helpful yet powerful experience of guidance and clarity. And any good tarot reader out there will aim to give you that. Now, I'm willing to bet you've heard a lot of legendary stories about, well, I've heard about this reader who said all these bad things. And yes, we call those misfortune tellers in the industry. However, one thing always that's important to keep in mind is that under no circumstance should you ever believe that any reading you hear is set in stone. I tell this to my clients all the time. I tell them, if you don't like what I am saying to you, gladly change the outcome. Because all I'm showing you is trajectory. I'm showing the direction you're going in. But at any given point, you can change that. And as long as you remember that from this simple episode, you will learn a lot more about the tarot. Any tarot reader, any healer, mystic, astrologer, fortune teller, feng shui master that tells you that a reading is set in stone is obviously trying to pull the rug out from under you and probably are trying to swindle you. So watch out for people like that. But 
If you're afraid, oh God, the Bible says that the tarot is evil. Well, technically, the Bible doesn't mention the tarot at all. It mentions communing with spirits, which could be dangerous. It mentions divination, which, of course, practice under the hands of a wrong person could be a little bit concerning, but not always dangerous. But more importantly, it also mentions worshipping of heathen gods. And none of this really happens at a tarot reading. If you're working with a professional tarot consultant, like the ones trained from Mysterium Philippines, it's our job to give you, the client, what we call a PTE, or a positive tarot experience. And we really take measures to make sure that at the end of the day, after your readings with us, you're feeling better than before you had the reading. Because as long as we make you feel empowered, we've done our job properly. Now, you're probably also going to tell me, but what, what if, Rob, you see something in the deck and it looks bad, like a breakup or a sickness? Well, at the end of the day, you can still do something about that. If the cards are predicting illness, then that would already be a telltale sign to go to the doctor and get a checkup. Or if the cards are saying something like your relationship might be going south, well, now you have an opportunity to change course from that and actually try to salvage that relationship. At the end of the day, the power is ultimately in your hands. I like to tell my clients all the time that a tarot reading is like your Waze app on your phone. It'll show you where the traffic points are in your life, but it's up to you if you want to enter them or not. So the next time you hear tarot cards, don't be frightened. Don't be scared. Look at it through curiosity and amazement that something in this deck has been so powerful that it's existed for probably thousands of years now. And if you have it in you, open yourself up to the idea that you could have a positive tarot experience. If you want to know more about this, we invite you to reach out to Mysterium Philippines and schedule your own private tarot reading. Or if you're interested, schedule one directly with me at my website, robrubinreadings.com. At the end of the day, the tarot, my best friend, I like to tell people, is meant to uplift you, to give you hope, to give you clarity and peace of mind. Good night, everyone.